0: morning. We well, are so glad that you've joined us for Q&A. Uh, this is your opportunity to send in questions from the sermon this morning. So you'll see the numbers up on the screen. So if this is your first time joining us, we really invite you to text in a question. It's really a fun opportunity yep. uh, for Doug to answer your questions. <laughs> so, I
1: do like, I love questions. Yeah, so oh, wow.
0: we invite you to send those in. And so we do have two um, that are ready to go, so we'll get started. But if anything else pops in your mind while we're rolling, we invite you to send in a question. Well. Answer as many as we can this morning.
1: Yes. Yeah. I hope they won't. I hope you won't hesitate. Some people, I remember when I was in Bible college, I would have an opportunity uh, a couple times a year to sit with the president, who was Robertson McQuilkin at the time. And I, these were like the best moments, but I never knew the questions to ask. I totally depended upon other people mm. to have questions. Uh, I, I wasn't smart enough to know what the questions were. So uh, actually, if you have questions, you not only serve yourself, you serve other people who would love to hear answers, but aren't really sure what to ask. So never, I would always prefer we have more questions than we have minutes to answer. So just an encouragement. I hope you'll, uh, if you have a question, ask it. No bad question.
0: Absolutely. Always send in the questions. Uh, So first one here. Um, if we can learn to be strong in the Lord, does that mean we will have peace in difficult situations?
1: Ah, uh, great question. Because at the heart of that question is a deep desire for uh, that most people have. Uh, peace in all situations. It just said
0: in difficult situations. In peace
1: in difficult situations. Mm-hmm. So, um, if I learn to ride a bike, that doesn't mean I can drive a car. Mm-hmm. And if I drive, a, learn to drive a car, that doesn't mean I can fly an airplane. What well, My point is, learning to be strong in the Lord is not like a one thing fits all. Uh, I picked 13 different opportunities mm-hmm. to be strong in the Lord, and there will be some carryover in each uh, area to learn, no doubt, the core of knowing the, who the Lord is and knowing who I am in the Lord. Mm-hmm. But there are specific um, learning to be strong in particular situations. So if the desire is to be strong in the Lord, meaning to have peace in difficult circumstances, that's actually different than learning to be bold. In proclaiming the gospel. right. Mm-hmm. So if the question is, how do I learn to be, and I don't know that this is the question. So if I'm answering the question specifically, learning to be bold in proclaiming the gospel or enduring in prayer or in being courageous in the face of fear does not mean automatically then you'll learn to have peace in difficult circumstances. Mm-hmm. That is a specific Class, if you will, specific learning. So, how how have I learned to have peace in difficult circumstances? I can answer that one. Uh, the key for me in learning to have peace in difficult start circumstances is the discipline of thanksgiving. Uh, I've said it often, and so. Uh, But it's been very real in my life. Peace in difficult circumstances is thankfulness in all things. And I'm just not blindly connecting those two. Um, Philippians chapter 4. Verse 7 speaks to the peace that's being asked about. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. That's verse 7. That's the promise. Here's the work in verse 6. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. I think what happens often is... We read this verse and we go, oh, I'm not at peace. Well, pray about it. So I pray about it, but then I don't have peace. And I go, oh, it didn't work. That's certainly, I pray about it, didn't work. Pray about it, didn't work. Often, that's because my prayers are, God, get me out of the situation. God, change the situation. Or God, change the person. It's always about the circumstance changing versus, Lord, I'm anxious. And you said, don't be anxious that you love me. Matthew 6, you love me. You're for me. You know my need. You care for me. The flowers of the field, you provide for them. The birds of the air, you provide for them. And Jesus says, you and I are much more valuable than birds and flowers. And if he cares for them, we can be confident that we'll be, he'll care for us. So, when I pray, I'm not just, it's not that I'm not saying, Lord, change the circumstance, Lord. It's right. that I can ask those things, mm-hmm. but I'm praying with thanksgiving. Thankfulness that he loves me. Thankfulness that he knows what he's doing. Thankfulness that he's working all things together for good in my life. Thankful that I can trust him even though I don't understand. Isaiah 55, the uh, the thoughts of the Lord are higher than my faults. His ways are higher than my ways. So the secret, if there is a secret, not a secret since I'm going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> the secret to peace in difficult circumstances is a thankful heart for who God is and for his love for his people. Romans 8.32 says, How can he who gave, will not he who gave us a son freely give us every good thing? So the cross is the reminder that God could not be more for me. So difficult circumstances, we can misinterpret as the Lord's against me. The Lord is not against you. The Lord is giving you the privilege and the joy Of knowing him in difficult circumstances. So, in a word, thankfulness is the secret Mm. to peace in difficult circumstances. So, learning to give thanks, practice giving thanks, not for (coughs) what, not for just the things that look good, feel good, are good. Right. Giving thanks literally for the things that are hard, for the circumstances that are difficult, for the people who are. Um, painful in your life where I lack peace it's been pretty rare Tracy where I've not realized ah I've not applied what I've learned in this particular area and it's been to give thanks for a particular person for a particular situation and then peace is found that's Philippians 4 6 and 7 peace in difficult circumstances, is prayer with thanksgiving.
0: Absolutely. Sorry, I've got to tickle my, losing my voice now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'd share my water, but that might be awkward.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the offer. Um, Next question here. Um, Is it true people with a stronger faith receive more trials? It seems some people go through more difficulty than others, and I hear people say it's because the Lord knows they can handle
1: it. Um, Well, I'm not (laughs) read the question again? I want to make sure I
0: <clears throat> Sure. I'll give it my best shot. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> um, is it true people with a stronger faith receive more trials? It seems some people go through more difficulty than others. And I hear people say it's because the Lord knows they can handle it.
1: Yeah. The scripture <clears throat> does say, no temptation mm-hmm, has right? overtaken you except, except such as common to man. God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able.
0: Right, there's now, always I, a way out. Yes. Or a choice.
1: That He will provide a way of escape. Now, there is, right. that's is—it's right, there's always a way out. There is always a way of escape. Now, that <clears throat> promise is specifically specific as it relates to temptation. Mm. This question—and and I bring that promise up because I think maybe— That statement is being based on that verse. And I want to clarify, that verse is regarding temptation. Ah, yeah. And the question is, uh, do some people endure more trials because they have more faith? Yes. I wouldn't say it that way. Uh, I'm going to stop short of going, no, that's wrong. I wouldn't say it that way. I would say... That James one tells us that we encounter trials in order to mature and grow our faith. So actually, uh, sometimes—and again, this is not an absolute equation—sometimes we are experiencing trials because our faith isn't strong and mm. it needs to. i ready grow. for growth. Yeah. So I think uh, I think it's. Um, potentially dangerous mm. and unhealthy to start looking at my trials versus your trials and then go all right if you have it harder than i have it or i have it harder than you have it okay what's god saying about your faith versus my faith comparison yeah, yeah i don't think careful. i would yeah. i don't think i would i would discourage you from comparing your trials or people's trials and then drawing conclusions regarding their faith Um, trials simply reveal our faith and give us opportunity for us to exercise our faith more. Not Mm -hmm. more faith, but our faith more. more. Because Jesus, of course, said uh, a a mustard seed of faith is is enough. So I don't need bigger faith. I don't need more faith. I need faith more. So Uh, Hudson Taylor, this is, I think, in Spiritual Secret, the book that I. he's having lunch with someone who's thinking about coming to China with him. And they have tea. He was British, so tea laid out. And he starts pounding the table. And the tea starts spilling out of the cups. Hmm. And he simply is making a point. Trials, circumstances, difficult circumstances simply reveal what is in us they hmm. bring out of us what is in right. us and so um, if you have trials in your life it is revealing what is in you it's revealing what faith if faith is present or not and it's giving you opportunity to exercise faith more not more faith hmm.
0: That's good. Um, I have a family member that relies on their own strength in difficult mm. situations, and I've encouraged them to live through the Spirit's strength in them as a believer, but they don't fully understand the how-to. How do I explain how to live through the Holy Spirit and tap into His being Christ, His yeah. strength?
1: Yeah. i not sure how that <clears throat> you have concluded that they live according to their strength. Mm. Um, so, I only say that, I'd just be, I'd be slow to go, hey, you're living according to your strength. Maybe they are, maybe they're not. Right. <laughs> so the question is, how do you help someone mm-hmm. learn to live according to the strength yes. of God? Yep. Fruitfulness, um, walking in the Spirit, begins by acknowledging personal inadequacy. Absolutely. So, They will not learn to live in the strength of the Lord until they have rightly concluded they don't have the strength they need in and of themselves. No one depends upon the Lord until they realize, I can't depend upon me or somebody else. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So it's it's dying to self. Dying to self-help. Dying to self-strength. Dying to self-solution. It's the beginning to abiding in Christ or, or learning to live according to the strength of the Lord is admitting, uh, I am impossibly weak. I cannot mm-hmm. help myself. So uh, until a person reaches that point, they're just going to do their best and try their hardest. Um, then, then, If you stop there, they're depressed. <laughs> right? And that's not funny. It's when we get to the end of ourselves and we just, I can't do this anymore. I just don't have the strength. We think, oh, that's a terrible place to be. It's actually the exact place the Lord wants us to get to. Right. So uh, you can't help them to walk uh, in the Lord's strength until they get to the place where they need the Lord's strength. And nobody, none of us really want to get there. That's why we often take the word of God and we don't do exactly what it says. We kind of restate it to make it more manageable because in pure impurity, the word of God will always overwhelm me. And I don't want to be overwhelmed. (laughs) That's a that feels badly. Mm -hmm. So uh, you can't help them until they're overwhelmed. But don't leave them depressed. Then we remind them. who the Lord is, and who they are in the Lord. What we just, what we mm-hmm. talked about in the message this morning. It's our identity in Christ that they have been made one with Jesus, and Jesus really does have all that they need. Third step, and I don't know how to say it any differently than what I have already said this morning. You act. You got at some point. You have to. Act in confidence that the strength is there, even though I don't feel it. See, I could say um, for me as a teenager, my first action, believing that the Lord would help me, was in standing up and speaking in front of people, sharing my Mm. testimony at a camp. I wanted to do it. But I was scared out of my mind because my experience had always been, if I stood up in front of people, I cried. Mm -hmm. Not because I was compassionate for them. I was scared out of my mind. I was just fundamentally a chicken. So when I learned that the Lord was in me and his strength would be for me, uh, it was only here until I actually said, okay, I'll say yes in spite of it. Freaking me out of my mind and being scared all week for that moment. Doug, come up and share your testimony. Um, To stand up and then experience the strength of the Lord. Which didn't mean I didn't cry. I still cry. But I experienced the strength of the Lord in it. So be overwhelmed. Know who you are. And then act according to who you are, not according to what overwhelms you. Okay. I think I heard another one come in.
0: We did. So okay. This will be a quick one. <laughs> uh, how do we handle the guilt of knowing God's word with regards to faith and believe, yet we fail so
1: often? Uh, thanks for asking. Uh, how do we believe that? We believe grace yeah. abounds.
0: Absolutely. Uh,
1: you know, the, the whole go- the gospel is not, you know, 10 years ago, I believed in Jesus and my sin has been forgiven. Right. And, uh, the gospel is that. I need forgiveness every single day. I I never live in the fullness of all. I never live in the fullness of all that God has made me to be. Never. I'm always shrinking back in some way. Now, hopefully less, in less areas and in less ways. But I'm never living in the fullness of that. And I count on the grace of God to forgive my my sin and to continue to help me learn to live out who he's made me to to be. So uh, you don't grow by beating yourself up and holding guilt over yourself. You believe in the gospel and continue to believe in the gospel.
0: Great question, great question. Well, we're so glad you've all decided to join us this morning. We hope you guys have a blessed week. And really want to encourage you to think about Those his strength stories this week when you feel weak because he is perfectly strong. So thanks so much for joining us this morning.